I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. I actually asked my mother one time when I finally got out in the world and I saw how other families interacted. I finally asked her one day. I was like, how come we never did the hugging thing? You know what I mean? How come we didn't do that stuff? She's like, well, I wanted to hug you kids when you were little, but I was afraid it was going to make you gay. <laughs> and I was like, you were afraid? You were afraid? And then she goes, well, it was your father. That's what it was. <laughs> Protecting him like I always do. He was afraid. He said, you don't know how to raise boys. And if you hug them, that, that's what's going to happen. So... In a marriage, you, there's compromises. So. Yeah. So she basically never hugged us because my dad said if she did, it was going to make us gay. And I got to tell you, that was a great thing that my dad did for me. Let me finish before you start blogging, okay? And I end up on a split screen on Good Morning Atlanta, you know? Comedy, can it go too far? A laugh night of the tabernacle. <laughs> Sitting there next to some fucking Cheeto-eating blogger. So, yeah, this is the deal. I'm going to defend my dad here because this is basically what happens when you have a kid. As far as I know, I don't have any kids, but as far as I would think, if you have a fucking kid, what do you want to do? You want to improve on your childhood, okay? You want to keep the shit that your parents did that worked, and then you want to get rid of the stuff that didn't work. So that was my dad, as fucked up as that was, that was his improvement on his childhood that he never talks about, the way a veteran doesn't talk about going to war, you know? So I figure if that was his improvement on his childhood, his childhood just must have been something like, don't change his shitty diaper. Let him figure it out for himself. Get out in the rain, you shitty baby! Hey, let me handle this lady! Why are you still standing here, you shit toddler? So... He took it from that and knocked it down to don't hug him, it's gonna make him gay. Right? And then maybe someday I ever have a kid, I'll whittle it down to like, hey, he's not taking drama class. All right? He's not taking drama class because I said so, lady! Let me handle it! I won't fix everything. Um, yeah, and that's not a homophobic thing either, that I wouldn't send my hypothetical son to drama class, okay? It isn't. I would send, I'd let my, my hypothetical daughter take a drama class, okay? My son can't fucking do any of that shit unless I'm sending him to one of those fame high schools, you know, where everybody's doing it. One of those creative schools. You go to the cafeteria, everybody's like, cottage cheese, what is it made of? Right? Like, Eddie can do all he wants. Eddie can do all the fuck he wants. But there's no way I'm letting him do that in a public school with those goddamn animals. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him. He's going to come home with his underwear up his ass, and then I have to be the adult and go down to the principal and be like, oh, there's some sort of top bullery around here. I don't want to do that. I want to find the fucking eight-year-old. What is he, this tall? I want to find the kid that did it to my kid, tip him upside down into some sand or a puddle, anywhere where oxygen is going to be an issue, right? And just leave him there. Right? And you wait till that one leg just starts shaking so you know he's down to his last breath. 
and then you turn him upside down, you upside right, and you grab him by his throat, and you just say something horrific. You ever do that again? I'm going to beat your mother to death with the family dog. <laughs> right? Over. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show cut? This could be a while. Cut face smash. Bad Birdie Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 47 of the Bad Training Podcast. What are you laughing at? Bad Parenting Podcast? I'm Justin. Tony. Why are you cracking up all of a sudden? <clears throat> you were, like, so focused on what you were doing there with the with the mouse that uh-huh. you weren't going to, like, start talking. <laughs> yeah. You well, were, you know. I was just looking at you like, okay, are you going to say the thing now? Or well, you one the of these thing? days I'm going to have to, like, ha- show you how to, like, operate half of this Fuck machine. Fuck no. Because it takes a lot of brain power that I cannot always contribute to other things than at that point. So... Yeah, I'm the a, creative talent. I uh, I don't do the uh, admin and the system stuff. I, I'm not, but like playing a sound file, I think you can handle that. No. Hey, <laughs> hey. So, h- how was your week without me? Okay, so th- don't take this the wrong way, but it actually went. <laughs> kind of I, no, actually, I'm not taking. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not taking it the wrong way because I'm actually <laughs> happy to hear that because. Under normal circumstances, it doesn't go that well, and because of that, like I, I call you up, and it, it, it literally it looks like Lord of the Flies. You're sitting there, your hair is all fucked <laughs> up. Trent's in there chanting something as he's dancing around you with like a Got fiery, war paint on. yeah. And as was just in the background, like you know, fuck this man, it's so boring, there's nothing to do. Blah blah blah. And Tempe's over there, I need this, give me that, mom. And you're just like, somebody just give me a twelve gauge, a twelve gauge. Now I'm gonna shoot myself. Thank you. But this whole it was actually kind of weird. I'm like, I was like waiting for like you know, the news like that your grandpa passed away. Or something else had to like you know to balance out the fact that your week was going so fucking well with the kids. Like, I was driving extra careful, so I didn't wreck when I'm out of town. Like, you know, end up in a hospital somewhere in BFV, you know, where Washington. So. No, it actually went way better than it has been going. And, and I was, you know what a big part of it was? What's that? No TV. You just shut it off? Well, we still watched it occasionally, but like Monday night when, when it was like the awesome night, mm-hmm. like uh, night the, the from mar- heaven. The marshmallow night and all that. Marshmallow night. And a marshmallow gunfight mm-hmm. night, not like marshmallow, yeah. like, you know, like we do marshmallows, you know, little melty in the nipples and. Yeah, we've never, ever done that. Just I said for the like, record. like we would do. I didn't say oh. we've done. I, didn't I say have no ends. desire for melted marshmallows anywhere near my nipples, <laughs> just for the record. I didn't ask you what you were wanting. <laughs> I don't remember putting this up for a vote. <clears throat> so. Anyway, was that Monday night well, okay, or was well, that Tuesday I think that's night? a new record. We're less than, you know, a couple minutes into the actual <laughs> already episode. Already talking about my nipples. Well, no, I'm, just, awesome. I'm thinking we're already grossed your brother out. Yeah. We're like, you know, three minutes into us talking. So, yeah. 
Um, I don't know if that was Monday or Tuesday that we did the... Monday the, was the day I drove down. Yeah. So... I think my my mom was here that day. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday was the, it was the marshmallow fight day. Yeah. And then Wednesday was just a nice day. And then Thursday yeah. and then was... Thursday the, was completely fucked, but yeah. it had nothing to do with... No, the Thursday was the power outage yeah. due to the 8,000 customers that... I think we may have like a total of maybe like 10,000 total customers or maybe even 9,000 in the PUD we live in, the power company. Mm-hmm. And of that, you know, 95% were out and they got us all back online within 48 hours. Yeah. And then there's Portland General Electric who can't like, you know, even get like one sub... They have one substation that keeps going down because of a fucking squirrel. Mm-hmm. Really? Come on, guys. At any yeah. rate, Thursday was kind of screwy, but still, in the grand scheme of things, not that bad. I've had worse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my, my week, it was actually, as far as traveling goes, it wasn't bad, but I was also, I was in it, I was in my, my less favorite areas to go to because, well, like, I was in Ellensburg for a little bit, and that's a college town, but because it's a college town, most of the afternight activities are not anything that my old ass <laughs> wants to be involved with anymore. Um, especially not when I have to get up for work the next morning. If I was just like have being able to sleep in and not have to deal with customers and like you know that kind of stuff, sure. Feel but. a little bit like uh, uh, what's his name in uh, what's that movie that we just watched? Neighbors. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what I'd, I just lost it. I, I mean, I Seth Rogen. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm definitely not the uh, the the Zach Efron. What did he say about Zach Efron's character? Looks like a gay guy created him in a lab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not chiseled no, and cut not like that. that. No. So. But yeah, I I mean I would agree with that. Like yeah. like he's like some kind of genetic experiment mm-hmm. gone horribly right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and he can sing too. Yeah. So I he's see. a gay man's wet dream. <laughs> cut and he can sing. Woo. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I think that that bridges the uh, gender barrier there. Mhm. Yeah, he can get it from both sides. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> so. Um, but but then my last two nights were in good old Efrata, Washington, where supposedly point what, what was the the rabbit hole that the lady at work fell down when I told her where I was at? She went and looked it up on Google and got like all the census information. It was like point zero nine percent was um, poly or was an um, islander uh, or as far as their as their Pacific as far, islander Pacific islander or Polynesian or something like that. I'm like yeah so. Uh, I'm like, yeah, so like, you know, that makes like one, you know, Pacific, Pacific Islander in the whole town. She's like, well, no, the, the population's 9,000, so that makes it be at least nine. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't believe it because that town is severely whitewashed. And it's also one of those places where everything shuts down at like six, except for the McDonald's and the Burger King. So I didn't eat very healthy this week. <laughs> I went to a quote unquote steakhouse one of my nights in Ellensburg. I've had better food from Sizzler. Like the really bad sizzler, like the old 82nd <laughs> sizzler, right? Not even like the decent sizzler that used to be out in Gresham. I'm talking like the stuff down there in Skid Row in, in, in Portland. So, yeah, that was My fun. mommy made me salad wraps mm-hmm. on Tuesday, whatever day that was. And we did something else on, I ate good. I know. You guys have a little party whenever I leave town, so. Yep. Which is fine. Anything that makes it so that your week goes easier. So when you come back, you're happy and it's easier for me to get laid. Bonus. I don't mind that at all. So I'm so glad that no matter what, it all still comes back to whether or not you get laid easily versus having to work for it. Well, not work for it, just not at all. I mean, I, I always work for it. Come on. <laughs> Unless you're really drunk, then it's usually pretty easy. <laughs> I can just breathe on you. You're like, yes, let's do this. I'm like, woohoo. That's my kind of night. <laughs> 
didn't have to think about it. There was no extra effort. It just all fell into place. <laughs> Can we change the topic? Like, I'm, I think I'm actually blushing over the microphone. Can you can you hear me blushing? Because it feels like you can hear me blushing. So I'm sure I, uh, people thought I was crazy in the hotel room. That little clip I played at the very beginning of the show was from Bill Burr, um, his, his new comedy special. It's an exclusive on Netflix. I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's on Netflix. If you search Bill Burr on there, you'll find it. Watch the entire thing, guys. I recommend it. It's hilarious. Um, but the whole, when he said, that, you know, I'm going to beat your mom to death with the family dog. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I've so wanted to do that to kids so many times for fucking with my children. Um, but I was just laughing the entire time I was watching that. So I'm sure somebody thought something was, you know, crazy. I was cackling to, I think it was mediocre on might have been Thursday. When the Hope way. was going, talking about going all balls out for Christmas, or maybe what? I don't remember what I don't remember what had me going, but I was cracking up as I passed by a cop, and I I he That'll stared me good. down. He yeah. stared me down like, and I'm like, I'm just laughing at the radio. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I'm not high. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't. <laughs> I don't generally get high. Yeah. Well, I remember I um there was a. Uh, well, I'm seriously, it is all going to change. When when pot becomes officially, officially legal, legal, mm-hmm. this girl's getting high all, no. Not. no you're not. <laughs> you didn't like it in the first I place didn't. when you tried it. <laughs> and I'd like to be able to say the thing, but I mean, well, I didn't mind it. I wasn't like a super fan. Um, and plus, I know there would still be random UA tests at my job, so oh, yeah. there's no, no point even worrying about it. I would just be happy to see a lot less people in jail over stupid bullshit. But that's Thanks. That's another podcast exclusively, so exclusively yeah or like we're the only people allowed to talk about it no no no. like i said that's another oh not exclusively um all together ah, there that's you the one go I'm looking for. vocabulary Damn. yeah schoolhouse rocked rock rocks rocked or yeah so. oh tempe keeps like coming up with these vocabulary words yeah and i guess when in their class, if somebody says a vocabulary word, you have to put your finger on your nose. Oh. So every now and then we'll be talking and she oh, just it puts her finger on her nose. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong? With, are you like seizing? What is going on? <laughs> She's like, no, you have to. That's how you win the game. I'm like, what fucking game? <laughs> uh, well, you see, there's so many things that are happening in Tempest's classes here <laughs> that are like totally throwing me for a loop. I haven't seen that one yet, which is fine. But she is. She's a. Whipping my ass at that damn Moncala or Mancala game. Well, and that has nothing to do with school. Well, That's no, just but it does. It, well, it has to do with, I think it has to do with the fact that she's showing um, proficiency in mathematics and whatnot, so numbers, counting, you know, all that jazz. She's very, very good at that, so I think that that's what's leading to it. But then also the fact that she is sending out invitations for a party that I guess we're supposed to be hosting here soon that we had no idea we were going to be hosting. And I guess she put like a lot of very meticulous effort into this invitation yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so there's a Facebook group dedicated to our kids class of 2027, I think, which is a really weird number to think about, but whatever. Um, and one of the moms is like, well, I hate to um, call Tempe's mom out, but, and make her invite one more person to the party that she's having. But, but this kid, you know, my kid got a invitation from Tempe and I don't have any details and, you know, kind of, kind of thing. And I'm like, um, 
well, neither do I, because this is a party I have no knowledge of. And then a whole bunch of people come step forward like, oh, so-and-so, my kid got an invitation, too. Oh, my kid, too. And they, they're all thinking we're like the worst fucking parents ever that have no organization or planning <laughs> because there's no information on the card as far it as... It just says, come to my party. Yeah, and it's no got, phone, like, pictures There's on no it. phone number. There's no, like, contact info. There's no email address. There's no way for them to get a hold of us whatsoever. And it's just like, come party with Tempe. Woo! Which makes me fear for her high school years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's going to be the one organizing the, uh, the 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 middle of the field out in the middle of nowhere here in St. Helens uh, drinking parties and whatnot. So, so. so now I think we're probably going to end up throwing some kind of five-year-old party shindig thing. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can get people on board or whatnot and all that jazz. So I think we should do it either way. Yeah, Fight either. friends, family, yeah. her ki- friends from school and just... All out. The look on her face, though, and I'm like, so what is it about this party that you've been sending out invitations to that I knew nothing about? And she's like, come on, Dad, really? <laughs> she's like, I want to have a party. I'm like, well, I get that. I, it's clear. It's fairly evident you want to have a party. Well, and then I, her reasoning, though. Well, my, my birthday's in July, and nobody's going to come to my birthday. I got to give her props for thinking ahead. I mean, that, <laughs> that's seriously thinking ahead. <laughs> that's thinking, like, seven months ahead. But that's, like I said, that's just a preposition or a prop or not a preposition preparation order. that no it's a precursor a pre predis no when you're like able to see the future precognition that one to what she's going to be able to you know what she's going to be doing in her teenage years so you know yeah watch out for that chick we've had this discussion i'm not that afraid i am I know. I'm the one that's kind of threatening all boys with removal of their penises if they come anywhere near my daughter's junk. So I'm just going to teach her to be safe and confident, and then she won't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And how to snap it off like a twig. Yeah. Break it if you have to. Basically, if you grab balls and, and you twist can. really hard. I know. <laughs> you told me about the previous ex of yours that had like a gonzo nose, so I, I, I know. <laughs> I've heard the story. It sounds quite disgusting and painful. <laughs> but I have. But even before that, I didn't know it was possible to actually tr- literally break your dick, which is just terrifying in <laughs> itself for a guy. So, Just I, think if your high school girlfriend was like, I know how to break your dick. <laughs> <laughs> or you just think of like that... Like, your, the girlfriend's first experience is that penis, and then she's wondering why they're not all looking like the, <laughs> her favorite Muppet. <laughs> and, I mean, like, how would that even... Like, it would make it really fan, handy for going pee, because it's already pointing down. You just got to hold it straight out, and it, it's doing the rest for you. Unless it's pointing too far back, it's always trying to hit your jeans, and you are you got to like, do this funky angling and maneuvering and all that jazz. But you could be your own bidet. <laughs> <laughs> you could just just tuck it down a little bit, <laughs> make sure you have plenty of beer, and go to town. You can clean your ass right off, and you're good to go. Just dab up and walk away. So he's got something going for him in his you know miserable miserable crooked penis life. <laughs> I don't know where this conversation how it got here. I just I think we should probably move on. How? I don't know how to move on from that. <laughs> Ever wanted to be your own bidet? Now you can. Uh, well, actually, let's, we can just switch gears completely oh. and, and then just like, you know, grind the gears a little bit on this bitch. And, and uh, you were wanting to talk about... Um, no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. I asked you for... You attacked me with 
I said you have to come up with a show. Topic. No, no, no. I said try, try. No, what I said was try thinking of a few topics you might want to talk about for the show. I didn't say you had to come up with this all for yourself. Not that I haven't been doing that for like the last I don't know bajillion episodes. So don't even try to throw that back on me. Oh, I'm getting the McDonald's, babe. You're starting to get the arched eyebrows there. <laughs> but I, I actually no, I did with with the holidays coming up and it being almost Christmas time. I did uh, like your idea of. Um, what, what what was it you said exactly? It was instilling. I, have to I don't remember. Yeah, it's something. That, um, I left my phone in the other room, like, like a te- responsible podcast. Teaching your kids charity or something like that, or instilling charity, something about chastity or charity in your children. It wasn't chastity. Yeah. Um, I sent you a funny meme about basketball because that dumb bitch. Uh. Um, no, no, I'm gonna say it. Sorry, but I'm gonna say it. Do. You don't have all the facts yet. The facts are she's never to any of the fucking games on time, but she wants us to be there 30 minutes early, and she shows up like 15 to 10 minutes early. Those are the facts. Don't tell me you keep coming 30 fucking minutes before the game starts if your ass can't get over there in time. And if you're expecting the assistant coach to be there for you, you might want to fucking tell him so he knows. I got the facts. I got enough facts to know she's an idiot. So. Still better than the psycho coach. That is true. But, I, I mean, overall, I think we've decided that, that this league is not for us. <laughs> no. Where did it go? Well, anyways, it was about charity and children, so. Yeah, I, I think it was essentially yeah, that. Essentially that, you know. Teaching then, your kids to be charitable. Or, yeah, and well, and then you were talking, um, not talking, but you were uh, uh, watching a video. Yeah, I was watching a video. So, Jimmy Kimmel did a thing on halloween about i ate all your halloween candy yeah. <clears throat> and then so for christmas it was give your kids tell them that you know they can open one present early but give them something really horrible just like something they would never ever in a million years like and see what their rea- and tape what their reaction is and there was some doozies there was there were some good kids that were like well, I really appreciate this half-eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I really like it a lot more when you cook, like, really good dinners and, like... Well, I gotta give it to the parents that can't put shit like that. Like, you'll put a half-eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the present and give it to the kid. That's that's some extra talent there. That takes some thinking, <laughs> some forethought. Yeah. So, um, but basically, America is full of self-entitled assholes, and we're raising, like, generations of them, like, over and over and over again. You know, you don't get the latest Nintendo, or you don't get the latest this, or the latest, you know, the coolest shoes, or the, you know. Well, but I have to admit that even sometimes our kids come across pretty freaking spoiled and nasty. They do. And like, then Ezra, I, Ezra, I'm asking him what he wants for Christmas, you know. what th- People are asking me what you, you would like for Christmas, what can I tell them? Um, uh, Xbox One? Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> well, a PS4? Um, No. Uh, PSP? No. Like, he, I'm like, keep it under 20 bucks. Well, there's nothing I want that's like that. I'm like, well, okay, then well, I guess you don't get anything for let Christmas. Me, let me, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate here just a little bit. And, and it's something I'm working with him on, on this for a little bit. I feel this pain because people ask me all the time, what do you want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I look at them and go, you can't afford it. And that's not to be rude, mm-hmm. but the things that I truly... I've got enough bullshit. You can you can attest to this. I've got enough bullshit around this house. I don't need more. I don't need more. Yes, except you still go and get... I don't need more boxer shorts for my mom. Can koozies. These were free. 
So I came running. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they were giveaways. At the, I had to make that damn trade show I went to worth something. So I got some free koozies and t-shirts out of the damn deal. So, anyway. Um, but but realistically, I've, I've got enough stuff here. So And like, like with my mom, what she does every year, bless her heart. I've got enough boxer shorts. Like the little fancy Christmas ones that you only wear during Christmas. They're only good once a year. So you only need like, you know, a handful of pairs of that. I've got way more than enough pajama pants to last you another lifetime yeah i i could i could literally clothe like an entire you know welfare center full of people with the pajama pants i have in there so i don't i don't need stuff like that what i want if you truly want to know what i want is very expensive electronics there's an easy way to satisfy my wants whatever monetary value you were going to spend on me in the first place whether it was 20 bucks or 200 bucks or 25 or whatever get that into a gift card not a store specific gift card i.e don't go to like you know Big lots and get me a gift card there because there ain't shit at big lots that I want. But get like a Visa, one of those gift cards. And for anybody who says it's impersonal, no, fuck you. It's very fucking personal because it's what I want. It's going to go towards something that I want, not towards something that's just going to go collect dust. There's nothing more impersonal to me than give me something that I'm either going to A, give to Goodwill, B, re gift to somebody else, or C, it's going to sit in a closet somewhere collecting dust and I'm going to forget all about it until I have to move. And I'm like, fuck, why'd I keep this? You know? And having grown up being the geeky little electronics loving kid, that was where a lot, a lot of my, and not for my parents or anything, but from like a lot of the extended family and friends and all that, that's what would end up happening. I get stupid shit. It's like really like dumb stuff. It's like, okay. Yeah. But in Ezra's case, that's not that it's Mm -mm. not the truth because guess what? Geeky little stupid shit is what he fucking lives for. I know. Rocks. Mm -hmm. Rocks. Well, then somebody should get one of those little rock machines pets no 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 the ones like you put in the he has a rock pet no no the tumblers that like make the the polishers they make them like shiny yeah yeah those things um no i i get that but i mean so what i would say is is to redirect and go well how about you know we have to make a gift card or something like that um but i i just coming from growing up getting consistently getting things from other people once again i'm excluding my parents from this completely because they're really good about when they could afford it doing you know going all out i.e the xbox 360 like super pack my mom got me that one year when i was a grown-ass man thanks mom love you <laughs> um but um like just or like people just totally like not under like going to the dollar tree tree and getting like my sister is great but about sometimes this it's the no, no, thought no. That counts. no that's i was just gonna go there my sister is actually really awesome about this she she finds stuff at the dollar tree that i actually enjoy but she puts thought into it and that's that's my point is she's actually thinking about it and not just going out and buying something random um mom does the i, I brought the boxer shorts and the pants thing jokingly because mom does that every year because she's always done it it doesn't bother me at all um but there have been other people that like you know they'll specifically ask you what you want you just tell them hey look you are not literally eye to eye you're not going to offend me give me a gift card that i can use wherever i want to i've got this much saved up i just need a little bit more to get this i'll be happy and they buy me like popcorn it's like, all right, motherfucker, why did you ask me in the first place? If you're going to take all the effort to actually ask about the present... I don't ask people anymore. I just... But see, I, that's my point, though, is that if you're going to if you're gonna put the effort forth to ask, then you need to actually listen, which is kind of like, you know, the, the lesson... But, but at the same time, tying it back into our previous topic, or our previous, where we started off here, I'm never ungrateful about it. I always say thank you. I'm always very, you know, cordial about the fact that, oh, this is the popcorn I've always wanted. Uh-oh. This should get interesting. Uh-oh. Who is this? This would be mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. It should start popping up here in a second. 
answering, answering, answering. Dip a dip a doo. Oh, hurry up, you slow motherfucker. Don't say that when your mom's about to get on the phone. Answer the damn call. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Okay, you can hear us. Yeah. I, I can hear you too. Yay. Huh? <laughs> technology at work. Woo. What? I said technology at work. Are, are we cutting out on you? Is it kind of distorted? <laughs> What's the problem? Are you a podcast? Yeah, we're actually recording right now. Are you drunk? <laughs> no. Okay. You, you slowed your words there for a second, so you'll take. Oh God, Justin, really? <laughs> are you in the podcast? <laughs> Wait, I could go grab some beers and be drunk. No, it's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> you you tend to what get. What are we, what? What are you talking about? We are currently discussing Ungrateful Little Bastards, um, like, especially around Christmas time. Whoa, what? Like, around Christmas time, when kids are um, not grateful about what they get, they're just like, how dare you get me a horrible present, or this and that. Um, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I've never, I've never experienced that. Oh, we're not saying that you have. I'm just saying we're talking about it in general, because... Like, Ezra's being kind of a twit this year. He's like, we're asking him what he wants. He's like, a PS4 or Xbox One. And we're like, dude, try to like bring it down to this monetary level. Well, there's nothing that low that I want. And it's like, I want to, you know, backhand him for being a smartass. Oh, well, I'd like to backhand someone, but it wouldn't be him. Yeah. <laughs> well, but actually, what, what brought it up was uh, Jody watched a video earlier that was... Uh, um, what you said it was Jimmy Kimmel yeah. that did it. That yeah. he he set it up where um, previously mm-hmm. he he made it sound like he made had parents go out and uh, was it eat all your Halloween candy, babe? Yeah. Or, yeah, like have the kids eat all, uh, make it look like they eat all their Halloween candy and record their um, responses. This time he said it had all of his viewers um, give their kids a quote unquote horrible gift and then record the responses. And there were some you know decent kids are like you know it's not really what I was looking for, but thank you so much for thinking of me and get me a present and being generally appreciative of it. And then there were the ones that were um, like, why would you do this? This is the worst Christmas ever. I hate you and blah, blah, blah. And, and just being little bastards. Um, so we just decided to kind of talk about uh, teaching charity to kids and being grateful for what you have and what you've got, especially when you got, you know, you hear all the stories from elders that are like, I had to walk uphill barefoot in the snow both ways, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that I ever heard that from you or dad anytime, but hey, no. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, how really? you been? I, I'm good. That's from Ezra? No, he, no, he, um, the, he, he was very mild. No, this, what I just explained was from a video we watched, um, from other kids throughout the United States that was listed on a show. Prior to that, Ezra was being a little bit of a butthead to an extent about it, but it was just more or less the fact that he, uh, He's just Ezra being Ezra. He's not thinking before he speaks. He he couldn't tell me what he wanted for Christmas without telling me that he wanted something that was like five hundred dollars. I could tell him what he wants for Christmas, but I can't say it online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all we don't need to go rehashing old wounds there. So, <laughs> um, but he, you yeah. know, I was just trying to get him anyway. to to bring it down to like you know what, what's something for like. Twenty to thirty dollars that you would like instead of you know two to five hundred dollars. So again, I can't say it online. <laughs> well, then say something you can say online. <laughs> that uh, I love him very much. I love you guys very much. Well, we love you too. And 
Yeah, I know. I, I know that. <laughs> and again, Ezra. Oh God, maybe I shouldn't have called. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, but anyway, on a lighter note. Yeah. Listen to me. I'm listening. Dad. Dad. Okay. Dad's out of town. Again. He'll be back. He'll be back Friday. Okay. Okay. So. If you want to have the kids come over, you, you don't even try to talk, talk to me about it. Okay. Get in, yeah, get in contact with him. Okay. For the kids spending the night. Yeah. Now, is he um is he back through the yeah. rest of the year, or is he just back for that weekend, or how, <clears throat> how's that working out? <clears throat> well, you'll know, you know how it works. Anyway, he should be home. He's supposed to come back Friday night. And he should be home until the 28th. Okay. Um, yeah, because it'll probably be it, next weekend. Ezra will be with his mom, so it'd be the younger two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can still <laughs> we we can figure it out. I'm sure Dad will be back in town in a little bit from there too. Um, especially since next Friday is when I go in for my snip snip, anyways. So. Uh, Wait a minute. What? I'm getting what? 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 My vasectomy. I'm gonna be shooting blanks here soon. I thought you already did that. No, no, no. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been. No, that was a. You're, that's your. That's your son-in-law that did that already. That's Joy's husband. I have, I've been wor- waiting to get mine scheduled, but with traveling and everything else going on at work, it took some time to get it done. I got it nailed down finally. No pun intended. <laughs> really? Yeah. So on Friday the nineteenth, I go in to get my uh, balls clipped, and then I'll be. Oh. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, um, God, are we online? Yes. No, we're recording. It's gonna, oh, it's gonna go out. So oh, they already knew. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold your breath. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Wait. Hang on. <laughs> oh, oh God! I thought you had it done. Oh Lord. Nope. It's, it's going to be done, but it hasn't done yet. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God, Jody. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> so the 19th. Yeah, which is Friday. <laughs> so I, oh my God. Okay, so the 19th, wait, the 18th would be a great day to have the kids over. <laughs> well, yeah. on the night, well, I mean, we've already got Tempe handled for most of the day, or I think Tempe and Trent both, don't we? Yeah, technically. So, during the daytime, yeah. Um, uh, or didn't you have somebody? Wait. I know Tempe was going to go do the Nutcracker thing, <laughs> which is an apt apt thing. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, now you're compl- wait. You're complicating things. Um, but we're okay. St- I gotta mark this. Hang on. No problem. Wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. So just put Nutcracker. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that Mom's no changing her calendar <laughs> when I'm getting my vasectomy done. Hang on, hang on. Oh, okay, boy. wait, wait. 
Well, no, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going in for that, and then Tempe's also going to go watch the Nutcracker. Tempe, my my mom is taking Tempe to go to the ballet to watch the Nutcracker. That's wrong. It wasn't planned that way. I swear to God. Bullshit. Oh, anyway, okay. Oh wait. So the nineteenth of December, Mm -hmm. you're going in to have your nuts cut. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Merry Christmas to me. You're taking your daughter in to see the Nutcracker on the 19th. My mom is taking her. I have to be with Justin. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I say have to be as in I want to be and I want to be supportive. And (laughs) and he can't drive. But they do say that gravity is the ultimate enemy in this, so you got to be extra supportive during that time. (laughs) Somebody's got to hold my balls up in the air. (laughs) Justin? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I'm, I'm done talking to you about your balls. All Jody. Right. <laughs> Rick will be home. Where, where are we at here? God. Today's the 13th. Yeah. He'll be home the 19th, which is your thing. <laughs> God. I can't even talk about it. Justin, call me tomorrow. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I hope this isn't live. Anyway. It, it wouldn't matter if it was. I mean, it's not, I, I have nothing to hide. It doesn't okay. matter talking about, to me talking about it. He so. already talked about rubbing marshmallows on my nipples, so. Oh, God, nuts and nipples. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our hey, wonderful world that's here. Nothing new here. Anyway, he'll be home from about... The 19th, you're not cutting, to the 20, well, let's put it to 20, let's, let's say 26, one week. Okay. So if you want the kids to come over. Well, actually, I think that's a Christmas vacation for them, so technically they can come over any time during that week if he's actually not working at work. Um, All right, well, okay, that's good, so that's what, why I wanted to call you, because in between your... Not that I knew about it. Nut cutting and whatever. I, I, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I thought you would anyway. No, that, that, like I said, that was um, Eric that got his done already. I've been in the process of working to get mine done, but it was a clusterfuck of epic proportions. I lost the uh, the, the referral card, and I had to get it again, and, and then, then finally, I, I, I very calmly and sweetly came into the living room and said, by the way, <laughs> you really need to go get that done now. <laughs> I, well, I, I apologize. I thought you already had. No, there's nothing for you to apologize about. It's not that <laughs> big of a deal <laughs> as far as... Well, if we're online... Yeah, there's something to bother about. No, 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 it's fine. I don't. I have no qualms talking about it. It doesn't bother me at all. So, nut cutting mm-hmm. 101. No, that's. The, <laughs> he better hope the doctor's farther along than that. <laughs> he said he's done at least three of them, so we're good. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so that, that's actually Christmas vacation for the kids. I forgot about that, so that we don't have to adhere to weekend only schedule, so they can be available whatever night you guys want them. So. 
okay, well, right now, it's not about when we want them. Right now, it's more about when it's convenient for you or not. <laughs> no, yeah, any time works. So I'll, um, I'll get with Dad and find out what he wants to do, um, and we'll go from there as far as getting that <laughs> scheduled goes. Okay, I'll let you go so you can go back on your thing. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you, Mom. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I, th- I swear I thought I had told her that already, so I feel bad now, too, because I didn't let my mom know. <laughs> Not that that's really something you necessarily discuss with your mom, but, you know. I told my is. dad that you were getting it done. <laughs> <laughs> We are done. <laughs> was he all just like, oh, no more grandkids? Or like, no. I don't think he cares. You know, my dad, he's so relaxed about everything. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. Tell him to take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to turn that into the nut cutting hour with my mom. That was kind of funny. That was hilarious. So her reaction was even better. So I think she did have a couple of beers. She had to she have, had have had something. I, maybe she doesn't consider herself drunk, but she definitely wasn't like, you know. Completely stone cold sober. Yeah, she wasn't like, you know, able to go drive down the street or anything like that. Her BAC is a little elevated. <laughs> <laughs> that that are the, those muscle relaxers that the doc gave her oh, back. Oh, yeah, that'll get you. Those whack her out. Like, you would think that she's just, you know, hammered. So she could have popped a couple of those if her back was bothering her. So, old people problems. Um... But yeah, that kind of totally derailed us, which is fine. Yes. Um. So yeah, it, uh, teach your kids some some gratefulness this year if we want to give them a good Christmas present. And teach them how to give back. Um. Yeah, I try. You, I had, well, t- t- tell yeah, tell us about your failed experiment today and <laughs> <in> being charitable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't completely failed. So um, there's a local charity that's run by some friends of mine that actually um she used to babysit me and my brother like a billion years ago and so her daughters are i'm really good friends with and well moderately good friends with um i consider i consider the older one one of my best friends and um they started a charity after their dad passed away a couple years ago and um if you want to look into it, it's called lucky to serve and it's basically all about providing toys and christmases for kids who might otherwise not get anything for Christmas. So um, they go out to local schools and um, local help um, organizations that help families and find out what kids need some joy. And it's, I mean, lots of people have heard of uh, other similar organizations, but this is just one that's really local and really close to me. Um, so if you wanted to donate or help them out in some way, that'd be great. But today was their... Um, toy wrapping party so they take all the toys that they've gathered up through the whole year and then they get everybody together and everybody wraps everything and puts names on it and bows and decorates it so we got there and pretty much everything was done (laughs) well you keep forgetting you're dealing with um mormon women who like get on it and get shit done yeah that's part of it though but i'm used to more the you know mormon women who don't show up for anything on time so i was kind of surprised that's only your mom (laughs) no it's not because it's called mormon standard time for a reason yeah i'm just saying i just every mormon outside of your mom that i've met has been very on time and punctual and not getting them to like stop having one of their <laughs> little shindigs when they're talking about Joseph Smith and and all the wonderful things that are. Well, anyway, um, we got there and no, I wasn't gonna be rude. I was just saying when they get they they get really amped about that shit. I mean, like the two little 
yeah. Mormon, what they call themselves, the sisters of... Sister missionaries. The traveling pants or something no. like that. Sister missionaries. Yeah, that'll work. So... Anyway. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just so saying, they we were very the, excited to tell us about the secret of Jesus Christ and, and the Joseph Smith potion for loving him. I know. That one was all smiles. I should say. That they're trained. So, yeah, I know. They're specially <laughs> trained to be salesperson for Jesus. Yeah. Um, Which is why they also make a lot, and a lot of them make a lot of money. Exactly. They're good salespeople. Um... Anyway, where was I? Anyway, most of the presents were wrapped mm-hmm. already. We were able to help out in other ways, and I did bought some uh, things to help you with showed the off fundraising. Your cute kids and yeah, what? So showed off your cute kids. Uh, yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mom, of course, grandma pride from your mom. Yeah, yeah. look, look what came, sort of came from me <laughs> by proxy eventually. Um, eventually. Um, I'm umming a lot tonight. Mm-hmm. You keep throwing me off so the only fail in it was that trent threw kind of a big fit because <laughs> there was a racetrack thing that that he wanted that he wanted oh well but i i will he's not even three yet that's my point is that and after i, I explained it he did calm down but it was a it was a racetrack he, he wanted his, he hit his terrible twos yeah, really, really, really late, late. yeah and he he saw the racetrack and he's like, oh, mommy, I want to play with that. I'm like, no, honey, that's for somebody who, who really needs it. And he's like, I need it. And I'm like, no, you don't. You have a racetrack at home. No, I don't have that racetrack. I want that racetrack. I want to play with it right now, you mm-hmm. know. And he kind of threw a big fit. And it was a little embarrassing. But once again, he's not even three. So yeah. most people were like, we understand, you know, they weren't being judgmental or anything. Well, it's so funny watching him with you because he goes to like the umpteenth degree and puts on, he, he's, Pout. well, he knows he's got you wrapped around his finger quite he a does. bit. So he, he, he tries pushing it extra far and. He does. Because um, he's super cute. He is. Like he's just and then like, I, like he everybody so, thinks their kids are cute, but my kids are like adorable. He gets so angry when we, when I step in and go, I look at him and go, Trent, knock it off. And he stomps off like son of a bitch. Well, um, he he did calm down pretty quickly for mm-hmm. for his age, and and he did understand. But which is good though. I, yeah. I I'm glad to see that he at least is grasping the concept well enough to let it go. I distracted and, him with the little potty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the, the, the small uh, yeah temperance that had a love affair for those things too. Whenever you go hundred store and they had like the children's toilet that was yeah like, like the small. tiny toilet. Mm-hmm. It's like a teeny tiny toilet, yeah. and they love it. They're like. I I need to pee in that. Like, yeah. I need to pee in that. Give me something to drink so I can make some fucking pee. I'm going to go pee in that. He peed in it three times yeah. and pooped in it once yeah. in the hour that we were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've told the story before about Ezra and realizing mm-hmm. you can pee on trees during camping trips. He was finding every drip of, drop of liquid he they could find. They also had a little water fountain <laughs> where he could access it. and So he was filling so it So he had the trifecta. He had a, a toilet that he could pee in that was his right size. size yeah. It had a sink his size mm-hmm. it had the paper towel dispenser it was all this one big thing and then out right outside the door was the water fountain so he was just feeling like big man on campus oh my he god reach he everything. Thought he, he's like big the mormons have officially converted him <laughs> because he would go to church there every day just he's, just to use that body yes, he's yeah. like i am hooked Con- baptize me now <laughs> i am ready to join up <laughs> sign me up for that mission thing in a couple of years i'm good so it, it was really a good experience tempe got to play with some kids and stuff but like how much can you really do when Mm -hmm. there's nothing to be done but we tried to talk about 
you know, what we were doing there, not just wrapping mm-hmm. presents for people. Rem- but remembering, because I never got to meet the guy personally, but from what I heard, it, that would have been like his pride and joy would have been to do and stuff like that. Oh, so. yeah. this I mean, this guy, his name was Lucky. Mm-hmm. He was just the most kind and giving guy. Um, the definition of humble and and he's just a really cool guy. So and everybody really misses him. Yeah. So it's it's good to see that they're bring, keeping his legacy moving forward with that. He's like he's like my third dad. Yeah. Because I I was lucky enough to have two to begin with. So you would have been like a really awesome eighty sitcom. My three dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that no? But think of that combination though. If you if your if your little familial situation got turned into a sitcom, mm-hmm. you got the 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 Mormons that are Mormon when it's convenient for them, but not Mormon all the time. Like when, like, you know, conference comes up and stuff they have to travel to or make an effort to get to. I'm just being real here. Then you've got, like, the third dad that wasn't really a dad, but he was a father figure to you. And he was, like, full-on Mormon and and giving and loving and blah, 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 blah. And then your actual biological father who is just, like, this really awesome dude that's kind of chill, made back and funnier than hell and willing to, you know, take my 10-year-old out and, and do have a conversations that no 10 year old should probably have except for with grandpa <laughs> at a truck stop. Um, and just kind of toss that whole mixture and, and like put all three of them in like an apartment together <laughs> <laughs> trying to raise you <laughs> and your Sorry, brother. That would have been funny. See what I'm saying? Jake, you're in New York now. Get somebody on this. We've got, you've got your entire life as a script for them. You could write this shit. All. I'm making you money. I'm printing money for you right now, buddy. Just, just write this shit out. Get it to one of those producers there in New York. Get that stuff sold. And you're, because yeah, it's super easy. Hey, <laughs> no, that, I've seen that guy. Yeah, I've seen that. He can, he can talk his way through shit. He can, he can sell stuff. He can, he can figure it out. Besides, like I said, the comedy writes its fucking self. I mean, really, just if you think about that. So. Do it, Jake. You'll make lots and lots of money. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay. I gave away uh, just just reference our podcast somewhere in like the footnotes or the credits at the end of there. You know. Yeah, I, reference it with a fucking check. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give us give us a stipend whenever you know there's anything. Anytime it's on, it's on rerun or anything like that, we'll be, we'll be happy. It's fine. So. Uh, well, coming back from speaking of like parenting shit and all that jazz, coming back from um, the trip this week. <laughs> I have this, I have, I, I shouldn't say I had, I always have this glorious, like, you know, when you play a situation out in your head, you're like, you know, here's how it's going to go. Like, you, you, like if you walk, you're walking on a job interview, you're trying to psych yourself up. I'm going to walk in like a badass. I'm going to negotiate the shit out of this fucking contract. I'm going to get some extra vacation, some extra pay. And then when you're there, like, yeah, please, sir, I'll take the job. Thank you for it. You know, you, you kind of like switch gears completely. Yep. Well, I always have this vision for like, when I, when I come home, the kids are going to be like happy to see me. It's going to be great and happy and, you know, fanfare and all this jazz. And, and I get like a millisecond of that. Like when I first walk in the door and Trent goes, daddy, and runs up and jumps in my arms and gives me a big hug and a kiss. And then immediately turns around and decides to try to yank on his sister's hair. It all just kind of goes to shit at that point. Mm -hmm. So, but Tempe was being genuinely, she was actually being really good. I asked her to leave me alone while I was unloading the truck so I could get it done. She did. Um, And then she really wanted to play that Moncala game. Or is it Moncala, Mancala? How do you pronounce it? I want to. I always said it Moncala. Moncala. I'm going to go with Moncala because Mancala just sounds kind of dirty. You know, I'm gonna play mancata. <laughs> I'm gonna play with your mancata. Hey, um, so we were playing the game, and we're going through. We get through one round. She just fucking stomps me, whips my ass at this game, and then I go for my like, okay rematch. If she wants to play again, I'm like sure, I'll try again. I'm gonna beat you this time. She said, "No, you're not." And I, she, I didn't. Um, but then I realized Ezra's not home yet. So I look at the time. I'm like, that seems kind of strange. I, 
I'm pretty sure I'm no expert at this because I'm not home very often when he actually gets off the bus, but I'm pretty sure that this is like way past the time he should have been home by now. So I text you, I'm like, hey, what time does Ezra normally get home? Thinking I'm like, you know, five, ten minutes over, no big deal. He's just the bus is late or something like that. You're like, oh, like, you know, an hour ago. I'm like, <clears throat> so then I'm calling around. I finally get the number of the bus barn, call him up. I'm like, hey, look, my, my son's, you know, uh, you know, it was my son. He goes to Lewis and Clark Elementary School and he, he's not home. He should have been home like an hour ago. What the hell's going on here? And she's like, so your son's, he, is he 14? I'm like, no, he goes to Lewis and Clark Elementary School. He's in fifth grade. So he's not 14. No, he's not 14. She's like, okay, so he goes to Lewis and he, he goes to elementary school. I'm like, yes, he goes to Lewis and Clark Elementary. He's in fifth grade, Mrs. Henry's class. Well, what's his bus number? Fuck, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. And I'm like, I, I thought it was this, this, but obviously it's not. Cause I'm thinking it's probably one of the ones that was on snow routes this morning, but I'm assuming they probably were on snow routes this afternoon too. Didn't realize that was going to happen over a windstorm. And you know, there's wind and snow. Those are different things, but hey. Um, and she's like, "Oh yeah, well, there's some. There's a bus. You know, that just got dropped off a bunch of kids at the school. Um, you should call the office there at the school. See if he's there. Blah blah blah." I'm like, "Okay, cool, fine." So I call the office up. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm looking for Ezra Albright. I'm you know this is Justin Albright. I'm his parent and his father." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, he's in the, he's here in the office right now, and we're just getting ready to call you." And I'm like, "All right, well." I'll be there as soon as I can. I'm trying to get my kids ready to go and load it up right now, but I'm fucking pissed about this. I'll talk to you when I get there about it. Bye. And I click the phone and hang up on her. Kind of a little rude, but I, I was. I was irate because I, I had to make the call a full hour past when he was supposed to be home to figure out where the fuck my kid is. Granted, my failure, well, it took me an hour to figure out my kid hadn't been home yet, but eh, it's neither here nor there. <clears throat> Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you acknowledged that early I, on, so I didn't I'm, have to point I'm it out. I'm going to acknowledge it, <laughs> um, but then not to excuse it, but to understand it, I'm not normally home when he gets home, yeah. so I don't remember the time he usually gets off the bus, and because some days are early release days, and some days aren't early release days, and if you're left-handed dwarf on Tuesday, it's this time, but if your bus driver happens to be a female this day instead of the male that day, because they have a sub bus driver, then she happens to have a lead foot, and he doesn't, then it's like this much fast, they don't have any organized, actual, normal time that he usually, he, it's all over the fucking map. So, there is that. But no, I, I should have acknowledged well before an hour. Now I understand, I don't I can't harp on other parents that are like, what took you so fucking long to realize your kid was missing? I kind of get it now. Mm-hmm. It was an hour. It shouldn't have taken me an hour to figure it out, but shit was going down at home between Trent being an asshole and, and Tempe... Um, Whipping your to, ass at Montcalm. Well, well, that, and also just wanting to play the game in the first place while I'm still trying to unload my shit from the truck. It was just like... Argh. And then when I finally looked at the clock and go, oh... But first, I'm like, I looked at the clock, I'm like, that can't be right, because I know we had a power outage last night, because of that windstorm, so then my cell phone, I'm like, no, that's right, when I got home, I reset the clocks, I'm OCD about that shit, and I had to reset them, because they are blinking at me, it was bugging the fuck out of me. Um, so I'm like, fuck, and that's when I did the whole call thing. So anyways, I load the kids up, rush down to the school to figure out what's going on, go in there and talk to them, and um, I've actually got audio of it, of the conversation, I was, I, and I have to say, listening back to it, when I did, I was, I was fairly nice to these people, for the simple fact of the matter that, you know, my son was fucking missing. So that was kind of nice. Um, let me see if I can get this to actually do what I want to do here. It should work like I'm expecting it to, but it's going to be this one here. So if I can get this to play. Unless it's going to be a bitch about it. Is it playing? Not playing? It says it's playing. Oh, it is playing. Aha. No, I want you to stay here with me and walk with me. And when we get in there, I need you to be quiet while we're talking to them, okay?
Hi. Come here and please. So is there any particular reason why he wasn't let off the bus? I believe that they were on snow routes. Okay. And any time that they're on snow routes in the morning, they would drop them off at snow routes in the afternoon, too. Okay. That's what I understand. All right. Well, that needs to be made a little more clear to parents. Had I not been in town, because I just got back from a trip to central Washington, my wife is currently unavailable. Who's going to sit here with him until 5.36 o'clock to pick him up? He's less than a block from our house when he's dropped off on the snow route. There's no reason why he can't walk that far. Okay, and that's not our decision. That's the bus's decision. So I know you're frustrated. So um, who do I contact at the bus service about this then? That would be Michelle. Michelle, okay. And we have had kids um, over the course of the years mm -hmm. that... Um, you know, they know that when it's snow routes, they go home with someone, and so some other parent picks them up. I believe a few years ago, there was a family similar to this. They were just a short distance from the, and so the child. Some okay, so I have to pause it there for a second. Because thinking back on it now, I wasn't in, in the, dealing with Trent Temperance. I wasn't necessarily in the right frame of mind to, you know, have a good rebuttal for this. I wish I would have. It would have been so much more better at the time. Um she refers back to a few years ago, we had this. No, they just contracted with this new company last year. So this couldn't have been an issue that's been going on for like eons now that she's made it sound because this is a new, before the school district did the buses themselves and recently to cut costs, they contracted through a third party company mm -hmm. um, to do it. So there's none of this bullshit about the, 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 you know, a couple years ago or a few years ago, two to three years ago, whatever they want to say, that this was set up this way through the bus company because the bus company didn't do the fucking buses back then. And also, I like how it's super fucking convenient that I wouldn't know that you got to contact the bus company. So at that point, basically, they're absolving the school from, and the district from any responsibility whatsoever knowing what the fuck is going on with your kids as soon as they enter the bus. Which in my mind is kind of, it's, it's a bit, it shouldn't be like that. They should have a little more responsibility than that. Someone dropped them off. Okay. Not the bus people, but, you know, a neighbor or something was there. So... Um, let me give you the point. I believe this person is the bus service manager. Okay. 7-2. How long have you, has, how long has he been here? What time did he arrive? Oh, goodness. He's been here maybe 10 minutes. Okay, so right about the time that I called the bus bar to figure out where you were at. Yeah. Since no one contacted me to let me know ahead of time. So. And, um... To answer your first question, mm -hmm. if anything would ever have happened and you weren't available to get here until 5.30 mm -hmm. or 6 o'clock and you're wondering who would be sitting here with him, you're looking at her. Okay. Well, and <laughs> I don't, you know, and I don't think you should have to go through that. He's, he's allowed to walk home from the bus stop, wherever it may be, whether it's that one spot down the stop or up there. I've already discussed this once with somebody at the bus bar, and okay. obviously it didn't go through. Okay. But the problem is, is that... What's your bus number, right? 14. 14, right? I don't even remember hearing that in the list this morning when I got They said some buses were on snow routes. Let me check the email here and see if it's even listed. I don't remember 14 being listed. And I'll clarify that position there, too. 14 was listed. I actually, when I thought back on it, I thought his bus number was 15, which is why I didn't see it in the list and I didn't think about it in the first place. I thought it was 12. So we, it, it, as far as being parents that's my, go, that's my bad. That's our bad. We we both have the wrong number. So well, we, and, I, have and to I admit, forgot the whole rule about the whole bus. If it's snow routes in the morning, it's snow routes in the afternoon. I forgot that. Mm -hmm. So, and I drove him to school that day because of, because he was late. Yeah. Because I'm an awesome mom. Um. So 
I didn't. But I, no, but it didn't I'm, even factor in. But I'm, I'm bringing it up to as in to admit fault the fact that I had yeah. the wrong bus number in my head for whatever reason. So I'll, I'll take blame for that. And I didn't know because I understand, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm not, honey. It, you're. He's not, he's I not am not. With you, honey. But anyway, shape or form. You don't run the bus company. Yeah. Hi, baby. I was trying. Got a bajillion emails today. Mm, I kissed you. I know. Thank you. I love you. Well, anyways, it's neither here nor there. I'll check the tr- before I talk to Michelle. I'll check the email to find out. Um, but I don't remember fourteen being on the list. But this doesn't work for me. I mean, if he's if it's going to be a snow route, that's fine. He's still got to be able to get off the bus and go home. So okay. So what I would do if I were you mm-hmm. is I would put it in writing. Okay. And I would give a copy to the bus company. Okay. And I would give a copy to the bus driver okay. so that everybody knows that, that okay you will take responsibility for him, mm-hmm. you know, and that he is to get off and then to walk. Okay. Okay. That's what the, where I would, because I, the piece is, it's the liability piece that we all worry about. No, I, and I can, I, I can fully understand that. I guess the biggest frustration for me is that none of this is made clear to the parents up front. This was, this was an odd one, yes. So, I mean, it's just one of those situations where you, we, you shouldn't have to find out the hard way when your son doesn't arrive home right. that he wasn't allowed off the bus because of the snow route. That should be something that should be made apparent prior to this happening. Right, and I think that, and I can't speak for them, yeah. but I think that because... You know, historically, when it, the buses are on snow routes in the morning, they're automatically, they're just automatically on snow routes in the afternoon. Right. And, and yes, it's the first snow route that we've had for the year, and so they need just need to revisit that and to make more notification of that. Yeah, because it's a, yeah, because it, it's actually worse for me as a parent to have my son not arrive at home than to have you guys let him off the bus and walk, which he's perfectly capable of doing. And he calls me whenever he gets home. Today I happened to be home because I was I got back from my trip today. So that w- just it's more frustrating as a parent to have your son just not appear with no notification from anybody right. and have to make phone calls and right. hopping around until I find somebody yeah. than it is yeah. to have him just show up at home like he's supposed to. Right. So I don't, I I'll, I'll talk to the bus company, but I think my policy is kind of a load of shit. So. You, can <laughs> you guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you for sitting with him. I appreciate it. Oh, he's a very good kid, which is why I like, you know, I, I trust him doing stuff like walking, you know, half a block. So, come on, um, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't yep. punch your sister. Yeah, walk it's more the other way around. The, uh, so. It, it would have been really scary, think about it, if, if we hadn't found out until they called us, at, if nobody had been here at all, because mm-hmm. he just never would have showed up, and mm-hmm. then... You know, we would have gotten a call at what three forty-five, four o'clock. Well, basically, I, I we, our, I was getting a phone call from the school when I was calling them. Yeah. So we, we basically our calls crossed paths. Yeah. Um, but the point, and I when I listened back first, like I've got to give myself a pat in the back listening back to that um, phone call because normally in a situation like that where my kids are involved, and you can attest to this, I'm not normally that calm. I. I did tear ass down there from the house and, and, and get there pretty damn quick. And I went in there with every intention of, of lighting this chick up. But then I, I thought about it as I, we were walking up there. And first off, I had the younger two with me. And while I wanted to be firm about what I was trying to say, I didn't want to give them the wrong impression of, you know, just screaming at somebody is, is, is an appropriate way to necessarily handle something. Mm-hmm. The, I don't That situation didn't necessarily warrant it. Had and it's I, not had her I, fault personally. That's where I was getting to next is it's not personally her fault. Um, 
so I didn't really want to yell at her. But then again, sometimes some people just have to in life are the whipping bags, and <laughs> the school secretaries are normally those people. I'm the I'm the whipping bag. If my customers get pissed off about an order, my vendor fucks up. I didn't fuck it up, but you know what? I got to take the heat for it, so it, it happens. Um, but but you're right. It's not necessarily her fault. However, I do think it's a load of horseshit that it's very convenient for them. Well, we wouldn't know about that, blah, blah, blah. But then they say, but we're concerned about the liability, which is why he didn't get off in the first place. It's like, okay. So either you're willing to take responsibility for this because you're concerned about liability, or you're not taking responsibility for this and it's the bus service's responsibility because you don't have the answers. The fact of the matter is, is that that's fine if you want to contract out to a third party. The school should still be able to answer these simple questions. And I wasn't the only parent in this predicament. On the way in there, there was four other cars stacked up in the parking lot, all kind of with frustrated parents looking to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, most of them were very passive-aggressive and, and when, when picking up the kid and didn't really go in there and talk to anybody like I did. Um, and then also on the way back... I was just like, oh, well, that's that's so and so's mom, and that's so and so's mom, and and I was recognizing and seeing other parents park down where you're supposed to be parked to pick up your kids on the snow route, well after, so nobody knew that the afternoon buses were going to be on snow routes, especially nobody in our area because we didn't have. And so finally, on the way home, just to prove a point, because I need to argue with a bus barn, I was like, Ezra, I want to take your because I know he's the first kid picked up on the way into school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I want I want to take them the route that your bus driver takes. So I drove the entire fucking route all the way through there wasn't a single fucking reason except for some you know little minuscule like twigs on the ground that had blown off from this windstorm now granted there were other roads that were severely like trees laying in them and i get that um but even a snow route wouldn't have helped those because you couldn't get up the fucking road in the first place because the tree was over the entrance to the road off of highway 30 so there's nothing there there was no route then the bus wouldn't have done anything but my point was simply that i need to know sooner than an hour after the fact that he's, that you've got him because it's like that stupid show on TV, the first 48, mm-hmm. you know, those first 48 hours are crucial. Well, now we've only got 47 hours left if he's actually missing or something's gone wrong. Granted, I have some culpability in that because I took me an hour to figure out my kid was missing. So my bad, but we trust these people with our children when we send them off that you are going to take care of my kid and you're going to notify things. How hard would it be for the driver to go? Okay. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Holler back to the bus barn. All right, I've got four kids from Lewis Clark Elementary. Names are this, 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 and this. Call the school. Let them know they need to call the parents. Boom. And I'm driving them back now because that I get why it took an hour because he had to get back to the school after the route was finished. But there are ways to streamline that entire process so that you don't have to waste that much time in letting the parents know, by the way, I'm not going to drop your kid off because I'm afraid you might sue me if something happens to him. And God damn it, what the fuck is happening with our kids recently? I followed one of these buses on their routes nowadays. They stop at every fucking driveway. Every drive. So the bus literally like down some of these streets because the driveways happen like every, you know, there's driveways like every 15 feet. Why is it that you have to make it, there's there got to be a stop at each driveway Instead of like what they did when I was a kid, where you had okay, if you were in these well, like twenty houses, you all in my sat sister's here. neighborhood. There's three stops there mm-hmm. at the that middle street, mm-hmm. each intersection that comes in, and I think that's legitimate because yeah. that's it's for kindergarten. I mean, but that's young fine kids. because all the kids on those side streets come down to those yeah. three spots, and mm-hmm. that's where they go. But you followed the bus up Pittsburgh before, yeah, towards Temperance's school. They stop at 
every fucking driveway on the way up there. It's like, I'm sorry, but And those no. are older kids. Those are middle schoolers. Yeah. Like, and your lazy asses can walk for a minute. Exactly. Well, not to mention the fact that, um, that they sit there and... Like, some places won't even let the kids cross the streets anymore. It's like, I am I get that, that you're trying to be safe and all that jazz, but there's a certain point where you go beyond safety and go into stupidity. stupidity because And teaching the kids how to be stupid, because yeah. let's face it, the more we coddle our kids, the um, longer it takes them to learn anything. And the less adaptable and capable they are of handling the real fucking world when they get dumped into it. Um, you know, so. I was riding TriMet buses... Fuck, by Ezra, my, Ezra was riding the bus. Yeah, I mean, sorry, By myself. Mm-hmm. Or with my brother before I was in second, third grade. Now, to that some extent... That was a little bit to the extreme. Yeah, your mom... And my mom drove TriMet, so she knew most of the drivers. But still, yeah. I had to learn, you know, mm-hmm. what to do and when to do and when but to like, cross. O- over, and, over the summer, Ezra had a mile each way yeah. bike ride to go to the summer lunch program. That he not that we want we we had tons of food in the house. But he's like, I really want to go to this and see my friends and play. And I'm like, you know what? It's a good chance for exercise because he can ride his bike. He'll go out and play with his friends, and it's free lunch. And he oh, gets to I can't complain. Daycare lady brought the other kids, to mm-hmm. the, and so he had to see so his, little, his, to see his little yeah his little brother and sister. Which for all those times that he always liked to talk about how annoying they were, I'm like, well, so why do you like to spend so much time with them at lunch at the lunch program? Shut up, Dad. Shut up. Yeah, but so. Did you see the card that Tiffany made you? Mm-mm, not yet. Oh, she made you a card, and it's a picture of her crying because she missed you while you were gone. No, she didn't give it to me yet. Oh, that's gonna, don't, that would break my heart. Poor thing. But she's, and then she showed it to me. She's like, and I miss Ezzy when he goes too. Yeah, she gets very, very emotional about people being not being home. Um, Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Rail, but, but it's just okay. When, I, when we first moved back to Oregon, we lived with my grandparents for about six to eight months. They live on a farm. You've been to this farm. Mm-hmm. It's like damn near a half mile long gravel driveway that goes down it's between a quarter, mile. quarter to a half mile. I don't. I'm bad at distances. It's, it's a quarter mile. Summer, either way, it's a long fucking way to walk yeah. in the morning when it's butt ass cold and it's I foggy. Agree. And, and there's gra- cows chasing you. Well, your grandma has that psycho fucking cow, <laughs> like the hose beast one. Um, and of course, these cows also were like expert fence crushers. So the fences along the driveway that were supposed to be there were never... You, you would fix them, and then the next day they'd be broken again. So it was a constant cycle. There was always a spot, and it was a different spot each fucking time. So, like, one time the cow would come at you from this spot, because that's where the... Then you'd fix that. And the next morning, it's like, okay, where the fuckers put it now? <laughs> Shit! And you'd be, like, running. And these... And she, whatever, she, whatever she did, the entire herd did. So if you got her ass chasing you, you had a herd of fucking cattle chasing you. And you had two gates at either end of this driveway. And the hunter as, becomes the hunted. Exactly. So all of a sudden, <laughs> the tables have turned. And so I'm like, so you'd sneak through. And like, if you open the gate quietly, and it didn't make it squeak when you got off the bus and you walked kind of off in the grass, you wouldn't make enough noise to startle her or make get her upset. But if you squeaked that gate ever so long the wrong way or you walked in the gravel, that seemed to really agitate her. <laughs> um, and I think the infection. Does the cow that, have a name? Does this cow have a name? No, my grandma didn't name her cattle. Um, so my favorite cow's name was April. I think she should have been named because it would have been Carrie. I mean, because <laughs> she was fucking psycho. But she lost an eye to some sort of infection. I think the infection spread to part of her brain because she was just that kind of crazy. Um, but there was times where I would sprint the fucking driveway, get up to the other side, have to unlock the gate and get the gate open as there's a herd of cattle raining down upon me, get around it and get the gate shut and then get it relatched before, because they would actually, she would she would slam the gate with her head to try to get it open. So if you didn't get it latched, you just kept fucking going wherever. And I, but the thing was, is that if I was heading to the house, 
and they got into the main area, not a big deal. We could get the whip out, snap it in the air, make the noise, and scare them back into the pasture. I was under no certain circumstances were they ever to get out on the road where the bus stop was, so I had no choice but to get that gate fucking locked <clears throat> behind me, cows or no cows, in like fourth grade or fifth grade, right? So by Ezra's age. So it can be done. So having to walk an extra block home <laughs> is nothing compared to having a, a, a herd of pissed off cattle raining down on your ass for you know no apparent reason. Or and. Not to sound so horrifically white, but for a moment, bear with me. Inner city kids mm-hmm. do this sort of shit all the time. Like, mm-hmm. they're responsible to get themselves home. Yep. If we lived closer to the school, he'd be walking. Yeah. If he if he went to the other school instead of the one he goes to, I'd make him walk, mm-hmm. ride his bike or something because it's close enough. Yeah. In fact, when I was in fifth grade and we lived out in Milwaukee, we lived off of McLaughlin Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I rode my bike down McLaughlin, the side of McLaughlin Boulevard, no sidewalks, mm-hmm. mind you, just a little bike lane on a, on a four-lane highway mm-hmm. um, until I could get up to the next street that would go up toward by my school, and then I would cut across the neighborhoods where it was safer. It was about two and a half, three miles one way to that school, yeah. and I'm going to sound stupid here, but it was uphill for part of it. I loved coming home from school. I hated going to school, <laughs> but that ride home was so much fun yeah. that it made it worth, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pedaling up there. But you get what my point is. Yeah, that but I did it. I there's mean, no reason he, he, he shouldn't be let off the bus down there. It's a sad, it's a sad, um, it's just a sad way to look at our society. If we've become so sue happy about stupid shit that I'm almost to the point where next time the bus goes on snow routes, I'm just going to call and be like, he's not coming today because you're on snow routes because you're pitiful. Bye. <laughs> well, no, so to continue my story, I try to get a hold of this chick that they gave me the contact information for. I call in. She's not available. Then I get put on hold, and my anger's starting to boil. and starting to hulk out a little bit while I'm sitting here on hold. Like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, okay, come on, Jesus, fuck. This is and so then she gets on the phone. She's like, well, can I help you? I'm like, well, I'm hoping you can. I was only asking for her because I was given her contact information by so-and-so at this school. And basically, your snow out policy blows. My son is capable of walking an extra block. He's not an idiot. He's not retarded. You guys need to stop treating him that way. And I just need to know, how can I make it okay for you guys to let him off the bus so that you don't wet your pants whenever it happens? And she's like, well, you can, um, there's a form. There's a form you can fill out, and it's not a problem. She's like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, well, it sure as hell doesn't sound like, it's. it sounds like it's going to take an act of fucking Congress to get this done if you talk to the people at the school. I've got to, like, notarize shit and stamp things and do this other stuff. I mean, from the way... DNA the, sample. Yeah, exactly. You know, blood of my firstborn, which would be the kid I'm trying to get health home anyways. <laughs> um, so it's like, so there's a form. I, really, a form? I can just sign a form and you let him off the bus like I'm expecting you to in the first place? She's like, yeah, well, fucking sign me up. Where do I sign the form? How do I get this? Can you email me? Is it PDF? What can you do? She's like... Which is kind of archaic. She's like, well, I'll give it to your driver. Your driver gives it to the kid. He can bring it home. I, I was love like, this. I was in today's modern age. She's like, I'm going to print this for Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to the bus driver. The bus driver's going to give it to your kid. Your kid's going to give it to you. Then you're you going to sign give, it. Give it to then the you're going to give it to the kid. Then the kid's going to give it to the bus, bus driver, driver who's going to give it to us. How many extra points of failure do we want to introduce <laughs> in this little puzzle here? I just oh want it to be okay for him <laughs> to get off the bus. Can I just tell him? Can I just tattoo it on his arm? That would probably be simpler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I Ezra just, has permission to get off the bus where the <laughs> fuck he wants. Yeah. <sighs> but but the, it, it is that asinine. It's like, I mean, I get it, but how, it, really, it's like, how difficult can we make this process? Even when you're like, yeah, we have a form, you're still making the form process difficult. <laughs> and in here, I've, I've got a little money-saving tip for you people here. 
all right? Or even not even a money-saving tip. This is just a sanity-saving tip. So you don't get a bunch of pissed-off fucking rednecks and, where's my kids? You know, firing their guns and shit and getting pissed off. Because that's the general disposition of the people out here. Um, was the, the freak-out that we had that one time when that kid got a Tempe school that got dropped off at yeah. the wrong spot or whatever. There was like a big fucking Spanish Inquisition over that shit. And yeah. there was like, you know, parental committees formed and people were pissed and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so to avoid all of that bullshit and that nifty little welcome back to school packet you guys send home, stick a little letter in there saying, hey, look, by the way, we understand that our school, our snow route bus policy fucking blows. And for you parents who don't think your kids are retarded and can actually make their way back home from a bus stop and know their difference from like north and south and left and right, and they know how to like put one foot forward in front of the other and they can walk and you don't think they're invalids that can't do this, sign this form and send it back to us and we will allow them to do so. For those of you who like to coddle the shit at your kids and want them to be sucking off their mother's tit for the rest of their fucking life and never want them to be a productive member of society, don't sign the form. We'll continue to baby them just as much as you do. Boom. Problem fucking solved. Because parents like me who can actually trust my kids, If they sign the actually form. worded it that way, I would pay them a million dollars. I understand. They're never going to say it like that. But I mean, that's basically what they're saying. So it's so, like, yeah. So for parents, you now in some circumstances, I get it. Some of the snow routes, you're like a mile and a half yeah. from your kid's home. We so are in a, a unique circumstance where our snow route bus stop is less, is like a city block. Yeah, if that. Maybe. But, but we're not unique enough that it hasn't been an issue already as per mm-hmm. what we heard in the recording there. So you could avoid all of these problems by simply saying, if you sign this document, your kid will be allowed off the bus. If I was a stay-at-home mom, I would volunteer to be the one that they could all come to my house and you could pick them up there Mm -hmm. kind of mom. If I was a stay-at-home mom, I would totally do that. Yeah, but then you'd still get those people like, you know, how how can I trust you? You you just look silly, you know. Uh, But, I mean, seriously, there there are... I'm. I, it's like with my job position. I took over my job. I my sat face down. Is numb. Yeah, why? Well, you've been drinking a lot. <laughs> I sat down with my my direct supervisor, and like I'm like, here are all the ways that this job has been done in the wrong in the past. And I'm like, I'm not saying that it's being done wrong because the people didn't know what they were doing. I'm just saying nobody has ever taken the time for whatever reason. I'm not blaming anybody on anything to try to figure out if there's ways we can streamline and correct some of these problems and to avoid certain situations. Schools need to do that as well, too. It's like, here are the ways, here are all the conversations with parents that I hate having. We could easily fix this with a nifty little form. This parent signs off on, we no longer have to have this conversation. Why wouldn't, it's like, why aren't you funding this? Why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you make this person's life easier? Do you like to see your secretaries get yelled at? Do you like some pissed off, hop-headed parent come in there cussing in front of kids at the school? <clears throat> Not that I did that, but there are parents that will do it and have done it. You know, I think you dropped a couple of bombs in there. No, I said shit once at the very end. I, I we can go back and play the tape, but I did. I, I was actually listening back to it. I was quite proud of myself that <laughs> I only said the shit word once, and it's only it said the shit word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yes, that was a strange way of verbalizing it. Um, but so that that being said, that these why wouldn't you try to avoid that situation? Why wouldn't you just like you know what? We don't have to do this. And then we have it on record that if your kid goes missing because he got off the bus at the snow route, then I can laugh at your face and go, ha ha, this is your fault because you said your kid was capable of doing this. And all of a sudden he got abducted and now he's getting ass raped. Blah, blah, blah. And you can give me all the crap you want at that point in time because I signed the fucking document. I'm taking responsibility. What's so hard about that? Why has it got to be so difficult? Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you so, on any of those points other than my face is them. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I, I, you know, it's just... I, I, never, I <laughs> 
<laughs> these, you need to calm the fuck down. Well, no, it's these things that make it frustrating to be a parent. It's like, don't treat my kid like every other kid in this world that's too stupid to fuck. It, yes, there are kids out there that you look at them because they're shitty-ass parents, and you go, how is it that you were surviving? How did you make it to the age of eight? Because I know you're eating hot dogs and, and, and corn chips for dinner every night, and your kid, your parents are more important, or more concerned with going out and doing this shit than they are about you know these other things. Um, how do you survive this long as a miracle? So we probably want to help protect you just a little bit. But then you get the other kids that like are very independent and fiercely independent. It's like, you know what? He's logical enough. He can do this. He knows his way back home. He also understands it's the dire consequences that he'll be under if he doesn't get home by a certain time. So, hmm. And then also there's a circumstance of if you're putting buses on AM snow routes and that automatically defaults to PM snow routes too, fucking inform somebody. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. I, I did know that. I just forgot. And I, I just feel like they should have said that because they sent out the damn voicemail at 6 mm-hmm. o'clock in the fucking morning. I think they should have said, oh, don't forget, that also means they'll be on Soros for this evening. Mm-hmm. Like, one sentence could have saved so much trouble. Yeah, it, it could have. But they're going also, to the time and expense of sending out a voice, but extra that's voicemail, my, but and that's they're a, not putting... That's my point, is that why wouldn't you put the little extra... Divin- that, well, it might seem stupid on your part. If you put that little extra piece of information in there, it's going to save you all this time, effort, and heartache in the long run. It's a worthy investment. I you agree. I'm drunk, and I want to go to bed. Yep, I understand. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of Bad Parenting Podcast. As usual, you can find us in all the normal online places. Um, if you want to send us an email, uh, go ahead and do it to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. We're available on Facebook. If you just search for Bad Parenting Podcast, you'll find us there. Instagram. Go ahead and just Google it. It's good. Google, well, Google, yeah, I'm still working on some of the Google stuff, but it does come up. That The website comes up first. See? Facebook, not so much. Well. Um, if you want to find us on Instagram, we're available at Bad Parenting Podcast. On Twitter, at Bad Parent PCAST. Um, basically, I have a Pinterest, if you're curious. Like, yeah, if you wanted to follow it. me on Pinterest, you could totally follow me on Pinterest. I think it's Mommy Win. Mommy Win. W-Y-N-N. Right. Not like Mommy Win, like, yeah, I won. <laughs> like, W-I-N. It's W-Y-N-N. Um, like the casino. I don't do Pinterest. I um, love Pinterest. I just started a new one that's like house porn, like, you know, like cool mm-hmm. houses, not like porn in houses, because that's just like every porn, but like... No, some of them are in swimming pools. True that. Some happen in the gym. There's been the ones in the, that are supposedly like, you know, I just randomly found this chick on the street and offered her all this much money so she could get in my car and come bang me in the back of some forest somewhere. Right. Like I that's think they call happened. that a bus. I think no, no, there is, bang, there's bang bus bang too. Bus. There is bang bus, but there's also the ones that are the, uh, like I said, they're just random, they're like, you know, fake agent or something. Oh, that's the funny one where there's a fake agent where like, you know, I'm a talent scout for these porn people <laughs> and you're going to come in and have an interview with me. But first I've got to give us, vi- I got to have this video of, you, you know, sucking of you, dick. you, you know, sh- <laughs> I've got to. I've got to see how you perform. So you're going to be working with a male talent, okay? And he's like, and the male talent today is me, okay? And you're going to suck my dick. And she just hits her knees and unzips it. It's like it never fucking works like that. I'm sorry. Whether or not she's into porn, that's just not how it happens. So sorry, but, but yeah. So anyway, all types. I'm just saying, Pinterest. Yes, me. You can find her on Pinterest. You know, Pinterest to you. That didn't sound so. <laughs> you're trying to hold I it back, but it didn't it. work. <laughs> so. Ah, yeah, and of course, as usual, um, our our call-in number and voicemail line is 503-609-0375. Also, I do have Skype available, too, if you want to get better audio quality. You have Skype available to you. If you just search for at jlbrecht2000, pretty sure that's it. That's my username on Skype. Um, So there's all different ways you can contact us. Also, I did really quick here before we want to close out, we do have a listener who is having some serious... 
um, financial issues. And she's got a very young kid that she's trying to help out with. And I told her I'd put the word out there. If you, anybody would like to help out, if this whole charity thing. Yes, If, if you'd like to help out charity somebody, I've offered to help her out um, in the respect of if you want to if you want more details, I'm not going to go into the deep, dirty secrets of it on the air here, but you can private message me, email me, whatever. I'll tell you about it. My thought is, if, if anybody wants to I'll help... I'll gossip in private, but one, not in public. No, it's just one of those <laughs> no, things that I, yeah. it, it doesn't need to be... If you're interested in helping, we wouldn't be more <coughs> than happy I, I'm, to... I'm going to give you the value, yeah. valid information if you want to help. If you don't, I'm not going to waste your time with it, but um, my point is, is that I, I would like to do like a, like a small collection, and then we'll pay one of her bills. Yeah. I'll call her up and find out, hey, look, you know, what's, give me the phone number to this company, we'll pay off this bill for you, or put something on it just to yeah. help her out so it might happen might not if you guys are feeling generous and want to do that like i said hit me up i'll, I'll, I'll get you the information offline we can work it out um otherwise until next time try not to be shitty parents